3: Sidney Warren's CBS Sports Radio show is going to debut in about a month or so, but we figured we'd get him here first. He's a guy I know from Philadelphia. We've got some old-school basketball ties, and he has got stories for days, and his take on sports and his opinions are what separate him from the pack. Sidney Warren's a good friend, and I think you will find him extremely compelling. Check it out. Right. Yeah. So Sydney, you just you just had a you just had a you by the way, you're the only guy I'd ever heard describe an infant or a toddler going hard.
2: Yeah, I mean well So you just had a baby, your first baby, how old are you? And we'll, we'll leave that to you. you know, black don't crack. Um <laughs> just who we'll leave that at. We'll leave it on black don't crack.
3: But you just had your first baby.
2: I just had my first kid. Uh-huh. uh crazy. Um <laughs> <laughs> Took a long time to get there. Actually, uh, I was looking at some pictures, and everybody's like, "Yo, you know, um, you're you know, you're older, or or a hey, you're old. Um, <laughs> why did you have choose to have a kid now?" I was like, "Wow, well, the Lord sent it to me. This, that, the third. You know, all the good answers." Um, and I was like, "Yeah." And then I look at people on Facebook, and they're like going to like their first events, and I was like, "Yo, I did." NBA All-Star Weekend. I did Super Bowl. I did Freak Nick. I did it all. I done been all over the world, and now y'all just getting to it, and you call me old. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> real, basically, you're old, right? Because you never experienced it. Yes. You know what I mean? Uh, your yeah. whole life has been about, I guess, going to work and taking care of your taking kids, of your kids. When, you, when you had them at such a young age and you put all you could in them, and then – you know, hopefully they, you know, bore fruit. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's a 60 40 uh, proposition. That's New an interesting knows.
3: point, though. Like, you know, <laughs> early on, um, people that have kids right away, and you know, sometimes you'll hear that. Like, I, me and my friend were talking yeah. about a guy who was in a relationship, got married really young, right. and then kind of busted out of it. Yeah. You know, and because uh, he felt trapped. Yeah, of course he did. Yeah, so now you're with with Tyra, who we yeah. know here, yeah, yeah. who is a, a wonderful, beautiful woman. Works over Baylor my
2: coverage every I'll day. <laughs> I'll kick my coverage. I'm trying to tell you, I'll kick my coverage.
3: But that's how we got you here in Waco. You and I <laughs> right. go back to you and I go back to Philly. We go back to Philly. Yeah. yeah. I
2: mean, I, I first met you. I was in Philly. I was in the airport business at mm-hmm. the time, and um, Dwayne Killins. How did you meet Dwayne? Uh, drunk uh <laughs> drinking uh <laughs> in South Philly so he was at was he, he, was, he was with Temple with, uh, yeah. with Ashley Ashley uh, Howard Ashley Howard right yeah and so we all kind of linked up and they were assistants uh-huh. he was at temple and Ashley was at uh La- oh, Drexel as it was at Drexel no yeah he was at Drexel with Bruiser no he was at Drexel with Bruiser but before that I thought he was at LaSalle you're right first yes. he was at uh-huh. LaSalle, uh-huh. then he went with Bruiser yep and then um And we got cool and all that, and it's an interesting story behind um, uh, behind him too, Ashley, because he ended up going to Xavier, which I'm from Cincinnati, so we ended up meeting there too. So it was kind of crazy. Wow, I didn't know that.
3: So he was because I know you're a Cincy guy. So he was Xavier. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. So he went to Xavier, um, and then he 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 rolled out, went to Villanova, got the chip. I think one or two. right? Got two. And he got two chips, yeah. and then he went on back to Lasalle. LaSalle yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was doing his thing. Um, and he's going to happen- be doing his thing again soon. I was yeah. talking to. I, I was, was looking at the bench. What happened to him? Is he got the hook? So or?
3: he's not. He's not at Lasalle anymore. Yeah. Um, and and he's not. Not. A, he could be wherever he wants to be as an assistant. Right. This is just my speculation. This is us talking right. sports. He could be. He like Bruiser Flint is right. with, is with Calipari. Right. Probably making. North of a million bucks a year, absolutely sitting on the bench in Lexington, and I think that you know Ash has got if he wants that, that's there for him. Right? Uh He could be you know the number one assistant at a program like that, or he could take take over his own shop again. Right. He was the best. I mean Villanova, he brought so many of those players to school.
2: He brought that Philly, uh, yeah, he did, and he, did, that and he had that,
3: and he had that code. You know, the Villanova culture was special, right? And you hope it continues right now right. with t- Kyle Neptune taking over for Jay, right? Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean he was a big part of that. So he's got uh He can go get what he wants. He's got some decisions to make, really. I think he's yeah. doing a little bit of T V
2: yeah. and I think if he wants to get back in the head
3: coaching game that's there for him and he right. wants to be an assistant, he could be an assistant anywhere
2: in the country. I think so too. Um I mean he I mean his, his coaching prowess plus, you know, uh, his lineage, right? His yeah. his pops, his dad, all and Mo and Howard, everybody. yeah was crazy yeah so i don't think it's going to be a real problem for yeah. him to you know really make a move but you know and and and, and it's that's how i met those guys right yeah. so when i lived in philly like i was saying before look man you can you had sports every night of the week you could yeah. go see a college basketball game shake a pepsi eat some popcorn and have a great day and you know and it was good and not to mention the fact that you were in Philadelphia, so you got the pro element, you know, with the Flyers, the Phils, the um, the Eagles, you know, you, you had so much, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it was so much to do, and you'd run across folks for a city to be about four million, three million people. You could really run across people like not that hard, uh, yeah. And the food was good. You know what I mean? There's nothing <laughs> but, like
3: So, you day. said when you were there, you didn't love it. Now you like it more.
2: Nah, yeah. Um, I didn't really love Philly when uh-huh. I lived in Philly. It was the craziest thing because um, I felt like the people were rude. How long were you there for? 10 years. 10 years. I lived wow. 19th in Spring. Wow, right, that's a great is, area. Which, yeah, well, they call it a museum district, but yeah. really it's West Philly. Uh-huh. Um, you know how they gentrified and everything. <laughs> so, it's just kind of, but I had an incredible apartment. Yeah. Exposed brick, bi level loft. Parking spot um, with a deck, 4G. It was insane. Kept it that way for a long time, right? It, when I left that apartment, I only owed, I, I mean, it was like like 1100 It yeah. was like no money. I probably should've kept it um, just to rent it out on, uh, but who knew about the- uh,
3: The boom that was yeah, coming. Yeah, that yeah. was gonna
2: come on Shared Living yeah. and all that jazz. But uh, you know, it is what it is. Actually, uh, Tyra, we, my wife Tyra, we reconnected in Philly. And um, so what year was that? I got to think it was, you know, this is eight, nine, maybe.
3: 2008, yeah. 2009,
2: okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So we, was she in New York at the time, or was she? She was in New York. Yeah, She's working for an advertising agency up there and all that, and we ended up hooking up. She she calls me one day, she says, hey, you know, what's up? I was like, nothing much. She was like, yeah, you know, I'm doing this event at Subtlebee's. I was like, Subtlebee's? Like, oh, okay, <laughs> shit, I'm for that, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I just seen it on TV, you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. I'm like, I could go to Subtlebee's. Yeah. So, you know, it ended up snowing, I had to drive up the from Philly to New York, and it was snowing and carrying on. I was a little late, um, you know, as people be. Uh, you know, not necessarily one of those deals. I mean, it was one of those deals. So anyway, come walking into Subtlebee's and you know, clean, suited and booted clean, Ferragamo's custom suit, slick tie, I mean, I'm i there. You were ready. Oh man, her yeah. mom was out there. She's like, her mother, she tells uh, the story, she says, Her mother said to her, she said, you need to marry him. Because he's clean. Look at him. <laughs> She's like, he look good. You know what I mean? I was like, you know, it is for, you know, I do it for the people.
3: <laughs> you know what I so, mean? so, by the way, so you're doing this radio show for the people. Now, I have right. you here because, first of all, you're, you're such a personality and a compelling guy, and I love you. But right. also, there's, there's there's promotion behind this. Now, yeah, you are.
2: Yeah, yeah, I guess this is a, a promotional tour. I yeah. guess you could put it that way. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. I'm doing this promotion, uh, doing this, uh, doing this show on uh, CBS sports on 94 to beat. Um, it's on, it's digital right now, um, but it's going to be, you know, it's going to, you know, once we get the ratings up, uh, I, I, I typically say this, everyone likes to go to a, um, you know, they like to go to a house that's already built, but nobody wants to build one. So yeah. we're going to build this house. And we're gonna we're gonna turn it into a powerhouse um, on the uh, you know on the sports radio side. I've been doing it on Tuesdays with uh, Reverend C um, Reverend Stimson, which is a very nice man here yeah. in town. He has a number one um, gospel show in Central Texas. Um, and he was like, um, he calls me uh, Sid El Sid, not ready for prime time. El Sid, not Sid. That's what he calls me. I love it. Yeah, it's called the Barber Shop. We do yeah. that show. I do it. I, actually, I'm gonna do it again today on Tuesdays. But it's you know, it's a good deal. We talk about sports. We talk about what it is. We talk about the Bearcats a lot because, as you can see, I'm in mean, good red, <laughs> and we're coming down here to you know do something real special to these folks in the Big Twelve. <laughs> They're not prepared for what we're getting. What All right, so
3: let's talk- there, what do you think about Cincinnati joining the Big Twelve? There's so many moving
2: parts. It's a lot of moving parts. That's I think. a great landing spot for the Bearcats. I would say. What do you say? I think when it gets down to it, let's, let's just this to be perfectly honest. The Big Twelve needs the Bearcats <laughs> in order to put some flavor in this situation. We bringing hot pepper. You know, we bringing some heat. We bringing some guys I know you know if you go back on the UC Bearcats uh, history line you see Corey Blunt, oh, and you see which, Martin. Kenyon Martin, yeah. you see um, Nick Quick, Demar you know, Johnson, Demar Johnson, yeah. you see Nick Van Axel. You, you know you see some cats, yeah. and then you see some controversy that goes with it. You know, folks was knocking horses out. You know, all kinds of <laughs> who knocked the horse out? I think it was Art Long <laughs> who knocked out. The, the what what happened with horse. that story? It was on short vine he hits the horse in the head. I think that's what it was. It was either him or this other guy. I ain't going to say it was him exactly, but I'm thinking it was kind of close. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, and, uh, I mean, you know, we, you know we, we was doing our thing. Uh Reuben Patterson. You Reuben know, Patterson. Is, you know, lock down Reuben. Uh, yeah. Maybe lock up Reuben. Maybe. Ain't <laughs> ain't you know, I ain't going to put nothing on him, though. I love Reuben. Reuben yeah. My man, I love you. What with you heavy. Uh, but, uh, you know, but, hey, uh, so yeah, I mean, you know, it's just going to be some, some spice.
3: How do you feel as a Cincinnati fan about joining the big 12? You got, you got to, I know you got the bravado and stuff. You got to feel good about it. We,
2: we feel really good about it. I mean, um, one, it's a, you know, when you really look at the big 12, um, the big 12 looks good on paper, shows up bad on television. I mean, it just does. What do you mean? Uh, like it's not a, it's not a great product to watch. I mean, TCU, um, You know, I mean, TCU got drugged. Yeah, they had no business being there. Yeah, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, but the rationale was you had you couldn't put a two-loss Alabama in, Um, and I'm like, TCU never made the smell test. They didn't win their conference. Yeah, number one. Um, Number two, um, it was like, oh, let's see what they can do. Um, How did they beat beat Michigan so badly? Michigan to probably look past them. Mm-hmm. I think Michigan looked past them. Okay. I don't think Michigan took them seriously. I wouldn't have taken them seriously. Yeah. They saw nobody. They had two weeks off. Knowing them guys at Michigan, they was probably chilling. Harbaugh had them like, well, you know, we ain't really gotta worry about these guys. We just gonna run it down their throat. Right? Yeah. As you know, we got a bigger O-line than them. So we just gonna run this thing down their throat. Well, they came out hot and heavy. And then the, of course they had the the uh questionable catch. Um, which, you know, it clearly hit the ground. The ball had clearly hit the ground, but they didn't, you know, but that was didn't... a springboard. Yeah. And that's what got them going. You yeah. know what I mean? They got up on the board and it was hard for Michigan to get back. And yeah. then after that they were trying to do things that they weren't really good at. So, um, that put them in a bad spot, but TCU, I mean they, they went to the national championship, got drug, um, you know, got thrown out the bar, uh, Almost reminds me of like the Eddie Murphy movie when he got thrown through the glass. I mean, it was just terrible. <laughs> Beverly Hills <laughs> Cop. <laughs> for I mean, he just got that's hilarious. In the for jaywalking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah, yeah, you know I mean? yeah. So he, they just got thrown out in the street. Um, I mean, I think it's a good program. I just think that they weren't ready. For but the, that's what so
3: it goes back to what you what said. There. You know, I, I, I asked the coach. I said, you know, what would you rather lose by one or lose how TCU lost? And. and the response was, "You never want to be embarrassed," and unfortunately for TCU, they, they were embarrassed, and that that that's that is for me as a fan, I felt bad because yeah. I I was pulling for the Big Twelve, I wanted to right. see them win, and you know they got embarrassed,
2: they got drugged, yeah. I mean, there's not even embarrassment; they just got they got pulled by the nose and got led down the street and then just got stomped on. I mean, some people will say, "Well, what happened to UC when they had to see Georgia the year before?" What happened? That was Georgia. Yeah. And UC stood tall. And we ain't put up no seven points. We put up some points. We yeah. tried. Uh, they didn't try. I mean, you know, if you if you go back and look at it, TCU actually kind of showed up like the 49ers did with no quarterback.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: You, you know what I mean? I know. I mean, Philly it's just fans, like, yeah. you know, they got drugged. They got beat down. Um, they were overmatched, uh, outclassed. And quite frankly, uh, they were glad to be there. Yeah. And when you're just glad to be there and going to the party, because that's what happens. I mean, when you see went, take go back even further, and you go back and you say, okay, so Cincinnati went to the sugar and played Florida with Tim Tebow and them, and we lost to Tim Tebow and the sugar. Yes. And this is ten, right? Uh-huh. Um, that was a that was a tough beat, but we had lost our coach. Mm-hmm. We'd have showed up. Had not Kelly ran
3: out. Oh, that's right. So Brian Kelly went to Notre Dame. He didn't even coach in the game. He
2: rolled out on us. Yeah. It's What's so- that?
3: What's, let me ask you this. What is that like being, you've been Cincinnati your whole life. Yeah. But it's always like, you know, outside of Bob Huggins. But It's kind of like the stepping stone.
2: Yeah, they like to, you know, they treat they treat us like a a, a a mat, you know what I mean? They like to wipe their feet on us, you know, go outside play in the mud, come back and play on us, and that's okay, that's all fine and good. But Cincinnati never lays down. Yeah, you know, we never laid down. Bengals don't lay down, even yeah. when we were absolutely horrible. Right, when one two games, we still wouldn't. there's a agree. lot of fight. We yeah. we fought all the way to the end.
3: But when I say stepping stone, I mean coaches. You oh, know, like yeah, most definitely, you know,
2: like like most like
3: definitely. Huggins was a guy who was he he elevated that program and he stayed for a while.
2: Yeah, and he got kicked out yeah. um, because he had the you know the DUI thing and the people and the president. Uh, it was just horrible. The president she got rid of Bob. And he was a man. He still is Bob Huggins. Bob, look, Huggy Bear is not to be played with, no. right? Okay, now he's, you know, West V is, you know, is tricking. You know, it's a little tricky. But when you really get down to it, they don't lose by a lot. If Never. They, lose. they lost to I mean? Kansas
3: by two points every yeah. night. It's right. a fist fight against right. those guys. Yeah,
2: and he plays hard, nose, And they're going to make the tournament. Oh, without again. question. They yeah. should. Yeah, They should make the tournament. And how far he goes is, you know... You know, it's up to debate. You know, maybe gets a lucky break and go down south and you know catch some of those guys. But I mean, the same can be true about you know you look at a Gonzaga, right? Mm-hmm. Look great. They TCU. They went to the deal, got drugged. You know, yes. by yeah. Baylor.
1: Yeah.
2: Baylor just went in the gym and just when when Baylor won the national championship and I watched that game, it was like old school. Some some folks came in the gym with their gym shoes tied around their neck, and they looked over at these guys and said, man, you got some really nice stuff. We about to do you in. <laughs> and guess what happened? They did them in. They yeah. muscled them, they played them real hard, and they beat them what up. What do you think about the Baylor basketball program? I watched them last night. Um, I watched them last night. They had a lot of adversity last night. I liked how they came back on the resilience side. It's a tough place
3: to play on the road in Stillwater.
2: It was tough, but you know, Stillwater ain't got nobody in the seats. They had they could hardly even pan in the in, in the stands there. You know, really, I, mean, I didn't was, see it. Yeah, it was, yeah. I mean the. The lower level was sold out, but the upper decks was Uh bad. Okay. Um, I mean, you could just get a nosebleed and walk down to the floor. I thought, um, which I would have done, because I'm not above that. I mean, you know, I'm I'm about that life. Actually, I'm really about that life. Um, So, um, I watched them, and they lost. You know, they lost two of their (laughs) two of their featured players last night, um, and the big man held serve. It got tricky at points. They got within four. And then, you know, I feel like I feel like they have to have the full complement yeah. in order to go to distance. I think if anything kind of tricks them out, they're fundamentally strong. Shoot three free throws really well. They shoot the shit they, out of them. Yeah. Man. They play, they transition uh. from man to zone, um, coaches. Crazy! I mean, he' crazy good. He's looking at what he's seeing. Um, they ran a play last night that I didn't even think you could run. You put all the players on the um, on the out of bounds line and run them like a sprint up the floor. I was like, I ain't never seen that before. You, yeah, I was like, <laughs> what is that? You know what I'm like? He's like, yeah, they do. This. You can do this. I was like, wow, this is crazy. But um, on the inbound, but it was like, wow, you know. But I like the creativity. I think they well, that so is, warm.
3: and that's that's one of the most important part, if not. One of the most important plays in basketball. How, how are you coming out? How are you inbound on the ball? Yeah. How do you look uh, like as far as you know your 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 plays and your design out of there? So that says a lot. I mean, yeah. so much to be said about Scott Drew. Oh, uh, Drew's yeah.
2: doing. He's doing. He's doing work. Yeah, I mean, he's doing work. Um, and you know, he he pulled. I mean, I mean, can you say the Phoenix right? Yeah. I mean, that's what the program was. He yeah. was Like the Phoenix, he came. Yeah. in, Came from in, the ashes. Yeah. And he he built this program yeah. into something real special. Um. So, I think i I feel good about them. I think that they're gonna you know they' gonna do work right now they're what they're listed out at number three or number yeah, two they're they're um, you know, coming out of the west I think yeah, it'll um, be
3: really cool to see where they end up and and where they're seated, but yeah, it's three in the west right, right. now. yeah
2: you know, I mean, and then you know of course, you know of course, if well think about this, what happens if u c l a stays out west then you got to see Mick, yeah. That's Mick, your boy. That's my boy, Mick. Yeah, I went to school Mick with him. Mick Cronin. Oh, really? Yeah, I went to school with Mick at UC. <laughs> when he, I mean, you know, we're at. He's a cat at the end of the day. Uh, you know, he play real, you know, Mick goes nuts, yeah. right? Um, But he, he, he came under that the tutelage of Patino. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's a great so coach. Rick, you know, Rick was doing things. Rick always tricked Bobby. Yeah. Always tricked him.
3: Bob Huggins? Always tricked
2: him. Yeah. Always tricked him. He'd run fast and he'd slow it up. It was like Denny Crum. Then. I mean, it's just like yeah. you sit there you're like, ooh, they going for it and then it's, ah, then we're going to slow up and then they shoot threes. But Tino's a ale- lead. <laughs> I mean, he's <laughs> unbelievable. Mean? Well, I, I, you know, the question is, is what happens with him? Does he stay at Iona?
3: Oh, I, well, can he get a job somewhere else? I, I think he can. I think ultimately – and we're going to talk a little bit about the state of college basketball. But, no. yeah, I think, I think he – it's up to him. I yeah. I, I think there there will be an opportunity there right.
2: for him, right? And it'll be I think it'll be an opportunity <laughs> at a big at a powerhouse school. Yeah, you know, there's no doubt that Rick Patino can coach. It wasn't his fault that the guy was participating. No, with, that the, was, with the strippers.
3: Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, I hope That's how they yeah, recruit I mean, guys. And, and, yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. think about this with this nil. Andre, album. what was
3: his name? I forget his last yeah, name. Anyways, but yeah, anyway.
2: Yeah, under indictment and whatnot. Yeah. Think about this. All
3: right, now I want to move into the NIL. Yeah, yeah good. Think about you this. Think Soon about you this.
2: Think about this. If he had the NIL then. Yeah. Would this be a problem?
3: No, I'm well, I mean, would that have been a problem? Well, the strippers and so I don't know. I, that could be. <laughs> I
2: mean, yeah. NIL money is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, can anybody say junk bonds? I mean, can anybody say, "Come
3: get you"? Well, a that's a, that's and the, and the waters are kind of muddied right now. What do you make of the NIL? I mean, I think it's I great. Think guys it's are great getting paid for the kids yeah. to
2: get a check, mm-hmm. right? I believe that it's incredible for the kids to get a check because the schools have been making out forever, forever. Okay, they've been yeah. just getting money, yeah, right. So now the kid gets to go ahead and get him some money, get yeah. them some money, get her some money, get them some, you know, get whatever, get some bread. Imagine you and
3: I got together, and we, and we somehow came up with the best script ever, and we had... This, these incredible actors who came and worked on our movie, and and we made millions yeah. upon millions yeah. of dollars, and we were like, yeah, but well, we're not going to pay the actors. We're just we're, we're not going to do it. like, oh yeah, that's what the NCAA has been doing for <laughs> all. I time, mean, the man. NCAA. Yeah. Have you
2: ever been to Indy and go to their offices right there? I mean, it's a mess. It's yeah. ugly. It's terrible. All this money they got. Yeah. I mean, they got a little museum on the first floor, which is terrible. I mean, you, I do better at my own house with some stuff I bought at the flea market. Um, you know, you know. But be that as it may, folks have been getting paid. Yeah. Okay. Schools are getting paid. Mm-hmm. I was listening to a, I was listening to something the other day, and they were talking about, well, you know, the Pac-12's getting left out of the money. I was like. 'Cause they're too late. Mm. The big t- the Big Ten is gonna get a new deal yeah. before the Pac Ten gets it. A- the Big Twelve
3: did a great job too. That dude, yeah. mark, their new commissioner, he he was like, We're gonna move now yeah. and get our deal done because we're not gonna be late. No. Yeah.
2: If you're late if you're late for lunch, you'd get you get bread. You get buckets.
3: Yeah. Uh-huh. You get nothing. Bumpkins, yeah You get
2: zero. You get I wish I had something to eat, yeah. right? I wanna eat what they eat, but they ate it already. Right. That's, it. that's what that's what's going on. So Um, And I think that's what you're finding that's going to happen. Look, Notre Dame can do what they want, but they can really join somebody because the money ain't there for them anymore. Yes. You know, no one wants to pay money to watch on a Saturday afternoon on ABC, Notre Dame. Yeah. I'm good, dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm good. I'm streaming. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I got this over here. I'm I'm good on it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that paradigm just has changed. So with the amount of money that the schools are getting, and have been getting. For years. For years. Decades, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what is it? It's football that runs the building. It's basketball to keep the lights on. Yeah. Uh, you know, appreciate y'all swimming. It's great. Just don't make TV. You know what I mean? <laughs> Love the gymnastics. Yeah. Just don't make TV. I got to stream you. Yeah. You know what I mean? People will sit at home and watch um. What's the deal with the ice? They throw the thing down the ice and all (laughs) that with the the Olympics. Watch that sculling uh, or whatever uh, (laughs) before you watch some of this other stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, my kids, I mean, even if you look at college baseball, for instance, Mm -hmm. which is good. We live in a good town. It's got, you know, good college baseball here. Yeah. you seen them on TV lately?
3: Yeah. Well, you got to watch like the Longhorn Network or something like that.
2: Yeah. But like where is that on your The College World Series. But yeah, but where is that on your Even College World Series, you just yeah. kind of go, I'd rather watch the Little League World Series than I watch the college. Yeah. World Series, to be perfectly honest. Uh-huh. I like to see the kids go. Yeah. I mean, there's a dynamic there yeah. with the little kids going.
1: It's theater uh, for yeah. sure. Yeah.
2: But the other one, you start saying, well, you know, I like to see the college guys, but damn, I mean, wow, case in point. My friend Went to college with his son is uh, he just signed on in Florida, play baseball, um, recruited hard. They recruited he they went and got him a deal. I mean they really worked at it as yeah. a family to get him a deal. So he got a deal down in Florida. You know he went to the, all those showcases and the whole nine and everything. And so he came up, but hell, I, if he doesn't make it to the pros. I'll never see, we'll never see him. Yeah. You know what I mean? We'll and never I love be, the yeah. kid, but yeah. at the end of the day, it's not going to happen. So baseball isn't paying. Great baseball fields, but it just ain't paying on that level. But when you start talking about football, NILs, basketball, NILs, people want to go and see what it was. Just like we talked about. You know, you live in Philly, you could see five college teams. Mm-hmm. Every day, you could you could watch a college basketball game every day of the week except Sunday mm-hmm. in Philadelphia.
3: It's a basketball city. I mean, that, that's, well, it's a sports town. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean,
2: you had hockey, you got football, yeah. you got baseball. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You 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 got all the sports. Um... Texas is tricky because it's hot as hell.
3: <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean it's on Well, the, you know, the Rangers just built a whole new stadium. That one they were playing in wasn't door. that old. Ne- Next door because it was too hot during the day. You, they had to put a roof on. Right. Because people couldn't sit in the you can't sit there at 2 in the afternoon and in July. No, it's no fun. I mean, you're not gonna, I we aren't going yeah. to pay to
2: Well, I mean, when I came down here to Texas, I looked like Al B. Short. I was really light skinned. Now look at me. I mean, I'm dark as hell. I mean, it is what it
3: is. So hold on. So
2: all right. So the NIL,
3: you 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 love that now. uh, You you do right. I love
2: the NIL. I love the NIL because everybody's not gonna make it pro. Okay. Yeah. Dion said it. Dion said Mm. the naked truth. He said all y'all ain't going. Mm. Period. Now if y'all don't get you some money. But in order to get you some money, you got to look good, and they pay good. Yeah. If you don't look good, you ain't gonna pay good. Yeah. You know, I mean that it's just what it is.
3: And there are guys, like you said, the money's there, so it is to be earned. And there, are, there are guys who we don't even know at big schools that are getting like 300, 400 grand. They're not even playing. Good, but, but yeah, that's how God it is. Bless them. Only yeah. in America. The, only in America is right. <laughs> so I wanted, to, I, I did want to ask you. This is one of the topics I had. What, what's your, what do you think is going to happen with Dion? Can he sustain success at Colorado? Will he be like a one or two and done? What, what's going to uh, that is a must no, see TV let's, for me. let's
2: let's just let's put it like this. All right, so Dion Sanders comes to your house wanting to meet your kid, yeah, to recruit him. So, who is his mama? She remembered Dion. She knows what Dion looks like. She knows Deion from Dallas. She knows Deion from the Braves. She knows Deion from Cincinnati. She knows him from the Falcons. She knows Deion. She knows the video of Deion. Mm -hmm. She understands Deion Sanders. I'd like to get your son over. You know, we're going to take care of him. I'm going to turn him into something real special. I can't say he's going to go to pro, but I'm going to do what I can. I'm in the Hall of Fame. See my jacket? Yeah. Hey, uh, let me get somebody on the phone for you. I ain't got nothing to do with this NIL business, but let me get you somebody. You know, because I had a shoe deal. Uh So, what do you want to do? Well, it's Colorado. You ain't win but one game last year. Yeah, I wasn't there though. I'm here now. And didn't you hear what I told you? I'm coming. I packed my bags, and they Louie. <laughs> and I'm coming. That's all you need because how many kids is on a on a on a on the on a football team, right? At least a hundred. At least in college, about hundred. Yeah, a hundred. Yeah. Right? yeah. So at any one time, there's 22 guys on the floor. I mean, on the field. Yeah. Right. So at any one, without a penalties, 20, 20, you know, 22 <laughs> yeah. guys. Right. 11-11. Right? That's what you got. Now, my math ain't good, but it's close. (laughs) I got 100 folks on the team, and 10% of them is playing. Yeah. Get you some NIL, be with somebody else, get you some money. Looks like a good deal to me. Now, if you happen to be a standout, which you only going to be, what is there, 32 teams on, what, six rounds, mm-hmm. five rounds? Yeah. So do the math.
3: Seven, uh, seven rounds. Yeah. Seven rounds, mm-hmm.
2: right? So you do the math. Yeah. There's, what, at any one time coming out of college at eligibility rate, there's, what, uh, at least 7,000, 8,000 kids?
3: Yeah. Right? I mean, think about that, yeah.
2: So you got 8,000 kids <laughs> vying for – You know, 40, 50, 60 jobs.
3: Yeah. Right? 210, something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah,
2: yeah.
3: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
2: So, if your kid ain't a punter, right? (laughs) Or the quarterback, right? (laughs) Here we have it. So get you some NIL. Makes sense, right? Get you some NIL money. Okay. At least you got that, right? Because if you need go, you got the 300.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: If you get in the transportal, you got 300 yes. that you just got from them. Yeah. Because that ain't a, that NIL money, that's just, you know, why we here. But yeah. I decide to go. I give me another 300 down the street. Oh, yeah. Right.
3: If I'm not playing, if I'm, if I'm, I'm bad, not playing or right, I'm having a bad experience. Another, yeah, I need
2: to get me another three. Yeah. Days.
3: Do you think Dion is just tailor made for this for this era of college he football?
2: Ta- he he is a godsend to 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 show folks the hypocrisy of what it is. College sports. Mm-hmm.
3: I think it's hard for people to see that. Right. Right. The, but but it's it's real. Yes. And, and it's like, and you may not love to see it, and it's coming through your living room, by the way, this fall on Saturday, right. Thursday, Friday, whenever they're gonna play. Yeah. Uh <laughs> all right, so so on to the NBA. I wanna I want to yeah. hit you on this. Road w- management.
2: Foolishness. What uh, go Foolishness.
1: on? Go
3: on.
2: Jordan played every day they got somewhere. Yeah. Iced up. All these old guys, they all the old guys who played, they played no matter what. The, the plane landed. Mm-hmm. They went to the hotel, they did a walk, they hooped. If they had another game the next night, then they back on it, got to where they're going, do they think. You know, the NBA is uh, is a rest haven. It's just a rest haven. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's just a rest haven. You know what I mean? They're getting paid a lot of cash. Cats is out saying whatever they want to say. Uh not really, you know, focusing in on what the pro- – Look, I can't afford to go to an NBA game. Yeah. I don't care if they got some flex pricing or what am I going to go? I'm going to go see Utah for yeah. what? And mm-hmm. blow a night? I got a daughter. I can sit at the house and play with my daughter, watch the Utah game. Plus, I, I even when I went to pro games, I wasn't even sitting at the pro game. I didn't pay attention until we got to like three minutes of the fourth. Yeah, I mean – well, clearly they had cut off all the alcohol, so you couldn't have anything else to drink because they cut it in the last five minutes of the game. Yeah. So you can't have anything to drink, and you know I was single, so you know you're looking around to see what was what, what was left over from what the players didn't have because I was just sitting really close. Yeah. Uh. So you know, I mean, I would see a few things. And, you know, hey, how you doing? I don't have that kind of money, but you know, <laughs> how about me? Uh, <laughs> kind of situation. You know, you look good. I look good. Yeah. yeah. You know, can we? Talk, um, type of thing. Um, so you have all this here foolishness, right? Load management. I need mental health days. Mental health days. You hooping, uh, you hooping, you're right. You are hooping. You're paying you, you're playing literally if you were a starter 48 minutes out of 60.
1: Yeah,
2: okay, you're catching 200 million, 100 million.
3: You can count the money by the minute. Charles Barkley talking to Stephen A. yesterday. Yeah. was He just talked about how it's so ridiculous what these guys are getting paid. And he said, good for them. Yeah. You know, like they were born at the right time. Or, but it is, we're just giving away money. Buckets. Yeah.
2: For what? I mean, you haven't seen defense played in the NBA since, I don't know, Iverson?
3: I mean, it's been a while. I mean, a, since a On a consistent basis, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
2: just a lockdown team. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no more to gloves. There's yeah. no player like that. Again. Tony Allen was no.
3: recently really no. good. Yeah.
2: No. You, you don't yeah. have any of those guys. Yeah. Right. You got guys who run down, shoot from the, you know, shoot from the parking lot. Yeah. Hit it. Right. If you shoot from the parking lot enough, you'll have muscle memory to hit that shot. Yeah. Okay. Let us be honest. If you never shoot, if you never practice it, it'll never come. Mm-hmm. But if you practice shooting from the park, from the parking lot, you will hit that thing. Yeah, You know what I mean? You will know how to hit that thing. So we're not talking about that tough, right? And so I'm like, okay, you're not really killing it, right? I got to respect LeBron because LeBron's game is a mixture between the old and the new. Mm-hmm. But LeBron is still taking nights off. Of course. Why wouldn't he? Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, if look, if your neighbor is watering their grass – and the water hits your grass. Do you say, oh no, by the way, don't give me any water for my grass. (laughs) You sit up and say, well, since you're watering your grass, Could you aim it just a little bit over this way? Because I got a piece right here in the corner that isn't quite the way I would like it to be. So let me go ahead and get that grass watered. I'm with him. Yeah, You know, look, if I can sit here, trim him up for this here money, because he's not going to get it. He's not going to get another max deal. No. That's over. Uh Right. So it becomes a situation where he's going to bow out gracefully.
3: Right. What do you think about him playing with Bronny with his son?
2: I think that's something that he wants to do, and that's about a season, and that's it. Okay. You know what I mean? He plays with his son for a season. All right. I mean, like Kendrick, Griffey Jr. Ken Griffey, Judy, Ken Griffey and, Jr., and yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you can see that happening. Mm-hmm. But you can't see, like, this other foolishness with the whole, nah, man, it ain't going down.
3: Yeah. Uh, uh, All right, we're talking about college troops. I want to go back. This is a tough topic. The, the guy, the kid from Alabama right now. Right. Brandon Miller. So... As the story is like, and this is like, I can go into like my news bag. Like it's been reported that this other guy, uh, what was the other kid's name? It's a uh, Darius, uh, well, um, no, no, no. Yeah. I'm going to think of it because Darius Miles yeah. is the kid's name. So Darius Miles um, is out, you know, something happens. He texts this guy, Brandon Miller says, Hey, uh, you know, they're faking. I I bring bring your gun, which faking means like they're threatening me, right? I mean, so this guy who's a superstar on Alabama's team shows up, gives his buddy a gun. His buddy's friend ends up shooting a single mom and and, and killing her, right? I mean, this is what what we know um, so
2: far. Can we just spell under the jail? (laughs) Can we just spell under the jail? What do you mean under the jail? Okay, here's the deal. I'm from. I I grew up in Ohio. Yeah, you'd be indicted already.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah.
2: Um. There's a prosecutor in Cincinnati called Joe Dieters. He hates all foolishness. Yeah. White, black, green, purple, all foolishness. Yeah. Foolishness gets you time in the penitentiary. Mm-hmm. It just gets you time in the penitentiary. That's a penitentiary move. There is no. There is no. And this guy's playing basketball. There is no amount of, 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 of nothing that's going to get me to, A, put my hand on somebody else's gun, put it in my car, drive it down the street, give it to someone else. They, in turn, kill somebody with it, and I'm not behind bars. Yeah. There's no scenario that makes that make sense. It makes no sense. You know, here's a kid, for whatever reason, don't know, really don't care, but this is a bad action because somebody's dead, right? See, you, it's all laughs and, fu- and giggles until the lights go out. I always say that. Like, yeah, you're laughing good till you die. You yeah. know, And somebody carrying you somewhere. No. You can't take a gun. To somebody, and they use that gun and kill somebody without you being held some holding some responsibility. Yeah. You just can't. And Alabama proved what it's about. I remember this uh, this uh, pro coach told me, and he was talking about Chris Henry, a great receiver since oh, yeah, he was yeah. to get in trouble all the He's time. He's passed away. He passed away. Yeah. One of Al- just an incredible receivers. And he said, when production and foolishness, if production is high, we don't really pay attention to foolishness. But if production falls off and foolishness rises, then we make a decision. Alabama said production is high. This foolishness we can, because we're in a hunt. Yeah. And as long as we're in a hunt, that's where we are. Look at Drew. When Drew came here. Yeah. It's not the same, but it's close, right? He had a basketball player who had killed somebody, Yeah, and here it is. Death is death. You cannot put a gun in somebody else's hand and not be responsible for what the actions of that person does. If you want that gun, then you need to come and get it yourself. Yeah, You don't need me to go to my house, get your gun, bring it to you, sit in the car, like this is a movie, and you shoot this woman. it made no sense I mean yes, he took someone's life the things around it were she was a single mom and mm-hmm. all this other stuff, but that was somebody's life right yeah yeah you know what I mean and so he took that he took that person's life he was he was he was involved in it he doesn't get a deal in the nBA yeah who's gonna who's gonna pick that up are you you seriously telling me that you I give you a hundred million dollars, guaranteed. I'm gonna give you a hundred million dollars, one tenth of a billion dollars, and you do this man. Please, you know, you know, uh, how did how did uh, Ocho put it? Child, please,
3: child, please, yeah.
2: That's a child, please. He can't get a deal. Yeah, he can't get a deal.
3: He might though. Said need We'll see what happens. I,
2: I don't know. That's I great. Mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's a child, please. Yeah. But, I mean, think about it. Think about this. The backlash.
3: For, yes.
1: Yes.
2: Draft day.
1: hmm Yeah.
3: You got to really, yeah. You got to really want him or you got to have access to information that nobody else knows. That, like, hey, you know, he wasn't as involved or whatever. That he's innocent. And, you know. How about
2: <clears throat> speak another language? I see you over in Europe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you know. yeah, you know, yeah. What I mean? that, Once I you mean, figure this that's out? Where you're gonna end yeah, up here. Yeah. I mean, because you can't, you just, you just can't, you can't do that. Yeah, you, you just can't do that. I mean, that just doesn't make sense to me.
3: All right, what about we talked about Cincinnati a little bit? You mentioned Chris Henry and yeah. well, what, 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 those Bengal teams? They were, they were so good. They just couldn't turn the corner, man. You know, we, going back to when Carson Palmer got injured against the Steelers in the playoff game. game.
2: Yeah. I was at that game. I was sitting in the club. I was watching that as it, it they rolled up on him, knocked his knee out. He threw that – a lot of people don't re, remember it, though, but he threw that last pass to Chris Henry. Yeah. Uh, he threw that last pass to Chris Henry. Um, and Carson was cold, but Carson wasn't my first choice. I wanted Brian Lefwich.
3: Oh, yeah I, mean, yeah, I used to
2: sit next to yeah. my friend Perry. He was We used to talk about it. I was like, he was like, so who do you want, Carson or? I was like, I'm like Leftwich. Yeah. because I mean, because he had a broken leg. From, and, and he kept playing. Leftwich kept playing. was a I dog. Mean, he was a dog. Yes. You know yeah. what I mean? He got a raw deal yeah. with this Brady business, but he was a yeah. dog. Yeah. Like, he was a dog. But I, when you look at, like, our teams, our Bengal teams, man, we – this is the first time that we ain't really been snake bit. All right, yeah. everybody likes to talk about Boomer, right? You know, Boomer's a blip in our mind. Because it was, Boomer, we had Chris Collins and Chris was cold. Yeah. All right? And he was catching And Kenny mugs. Anderson. And Kenny yeah. Anderson. And we had Shake and Blake. Yeah. Um, we had Akili Smith, which was terrible. <laughs> that was, was terrible. really bad. I'll tell you a story about Akili. Um, tell me. Okay, Akili Smith. All right, so once it's um
3: He got drafted second or third? He was I, in the first I, round. I, oh From in the first, first round, round, but second or third pick overall. Yeah, yeah. Overall, yeah. yeah. out of Oregon. Right. And he came on in his senior year. It was people like, oh, my God, who is this guy? And all of a sudden, he gets taken that high. Go yeah. ahead.
2: Mike Brown takes just him. Just give a little, <laughs> give a little context, the yeah. Mike Brown, owner of the Bengals, he yeah. takes him. He's like, oh, man, Achilles Smith. I was like, damn, I ain't really heard of this. <laughs> I mean, you know, I was like, oh, okay, well, he could be, you know. I was like, yeah, he's a black quarterback. Yeah. He should be okay. So then it goes – it goes, okay, so we get a Keely. This is the craziest thing you ever want to see. All right, so Keely got a bag of money, right? He's a first round draft pick. Back in the day, the you know, first round draft pick would get all the money first, mm-hmm. you know, guaranteed, I mean, yeah. the signing bonus. Boom, boom, boom. So he has this Benz, this white coupe, right? And so this is when, the, you know, this people, is 2000. Yeah, yeah, everybody's His hanging rookie out. year is 2000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's hanging out, doing everything, woo, woo, woo this and that and the other thing. So anyway, they're traveling the next day, Saturday, out of town. But Friday night, they go to this party. He goes to Waffle House. Nothing good happens to you at Waffle House, okay? (laughs) Some of the best food you can find, but nothing good happens at Waffle House, right? I don't even know how people get engaged there. People get engaged at Waffle House. This is a mess, right? So, if people aren't familiar with Waffle House, you gotta go. All right, it's, it's, it's worth it. It's steak and eggs. I'm telling you. you, get two extras. It is the um, That is great drunk food. Um. So, um. So he's at the Waffle House, and uh, Achilles pulls up at this Waffle House in Covington, Kentucky, right there at the bridge. Uh-huh. And he pulls up. He gets out of his car. He goes up. Uh, yeah, uh, he you know walks up in there and he. You know, he's high siding and all this, and he goes to some dude. He says, "Um, Yeah, I'm Killy Smith, man. Um, You know, go and park my car for me. I was like, Random dude, right? Just some random dude. (laughs) (laughs) Just some random dude. And he goes, Yeah, just park my car. I was like, I'm not with him. We were, you know, it was a bunch of people in this place. So you were there? I was there. Okay. He goes, um, I was like, man, that's crazy stuff. <laughs> you know, like, this is nuts. All right, cool. Go on ahead. Do you, dog? <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. You know I mean? I, I got nothing to do with it. Um, so he gives us keys to this random dude. I don't know. He might have vaguely known him or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, it, it, it's hard to say. So the dude just took the car. Rolled out into the great, <laughs> into, you know, into Northern into Kentucky, Clinton, Kentucky, yeah. into Northern Kentucky yeah. and Cincinnati and beyond, <laughs> right? And so, um, I can't tell you who told me this story, this other part of the story in yeah. the locker room, but he goes, uh, he tells my guy who was in the locker room with him, he's like, yo, man, you know, my car and everything, I gave it to some dude, whatever, buy my car, just a Benz. It's brand new Benz. Oklahoma tags on it. You know what that means. So you don't pay no tax, right? Anytime you see like a luxury vehicle with athletes on it, no, they ain't paid no tax on this car. That's why you buy them in Oklahoma, right? That's the whole thing, right? You buy them all in Oklahoma. You get what you want. You don't pay any tax. So, uh, he goes yeah. And so the guy, my friend, he goes did you, um, hit the OnStar?" He was like, what do you mean, OnStar? I said, he says, yeah, the OnStar, it'll track the car for you. Tell you where the car is. Oh, I didn't know they had that in it, man. Brand new coupe, yeah. Brand new coupe. $120,000 <laughs> $120, vehicle. $120,000 vehicle. Just go. <laughs> On some random, park my car, I'm a Keely Smith. I was like, wow. So he says, he says, yeah, man, you got to So he, Achilles tells one of the trainers, and the trainers, you know, call Mercedes and all this because they gotta get on the plane to go. What, you know, to yeah. go out Saturday. Got to go. Yeah, right? the, when the jet there, you gotta go. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You on the charter? You you gotta be there. The league said you gotta be there the day before. You make no never mind about all this other stuff. Your <laughs> car mind. missing. Yeah. So what? <laughs> Whatever. So he loses the damn car. You know, somebody brings the car back to him or they get the car back or whatever, like when they get back into town. But the damnedest thing was, is that I was like, here is another fine example of somebody that doesn't deserve to have no money.
1: Yes.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Or that much, for sure.
2: He should have been on like, you know, he should have been on rations, like here's a thousand yeah, (laughs) and an Uber, you know, but Uber wasn't really going on, but it was like anything. Yeah. It goes back to you know it's just like I mean it, I think no yeah I mean it was, it was just kind of crazy because I was cool with Rudy Johnson too and Rudy would tell me stories and I'd yeah. be like, and he'd be like, man, these dudes is just, just terrible.
3: What what are you what are your memories of the team that lost to the 49ers, like the second time in Miami? Yeah.
2: still hurt. Yeah, they still hurt. You know, because um, I know you You Mike got a relationship those, with the Icky I mean, Mike, Woods, yeah, yeah, yeah. Icky, my guy, Joe Kelly, yeah, Icky Woods, Eric E.T. Thomas, um, uh, Alex Gordon.
3: What uh, the hell happened with Stanley Wilson before the game?
2: He was high on the crack. Is that what happened? He was high on the crack.
3: So they had a meeting and he broke. For,
2: broke no, the- they, they said, um, I wasn't really that close to the team at the time, I, I got it like second, third hand, but. And from what the reports were, but from what I understand, somebody went to went to coach and said, "Coach, Stanley's in a bad way because
3: this is a guy who's a recovering drug
2: addict." They yeah. show up in Miami. I mean, they knew it. he had been clean it, all year and been kicking ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they knew. They it. show up in Miami for the Super Bowl. Show up in Miami for the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, it's going down. This is it. And somehow or another, whoever was supposed to be watching them didn't watch them that closely. And he ended up with some crack and he was smoking the crack. He was high as all get loose. And the coach walked in and said he started crying and carrying on and this and that. And they were like coach just walked up out of there. He just couldn't Can't
3: play. And and, and he they just, wouldn't be. you didn't play. Couldn't play. And then they lost that Super Bowl. The reason I asked that is because they really could have used his ass in that game.
2: We could have used him. And I think that was the same game that uh, Crum Crumwright went down Yeah, to. he went down early in the game. Yeah. and an um, ugly injury. Ugly injury to the leg. Yeah. Um, those guys are really, I mean, Cincinnati love them anyway. Not so much for the Stanley Wilson piece, but yeah. everybody else. A lot of the players who play for Cincinnati still are. They still stay there. Live, they stay yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. were yeah. still. He still lives. There. He's like the mayor, right? Yeah, kind of, sort of. <laughs> Why? But, <I laughs> People mean, not everybody love him? loves Chris. Though. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, uh, yeah. you know, everybody loves Chris. Um, Boomer, not so much. Why don't they like Boomer? cuz you know he ain't a homer for the home team. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I mean if you watch Romo on on Sunday, he's a homer for yeah. for the Cowboys. I mean like the Cowboys going to do it, the Cowboys going to do it. I'm like, yeah, boom, he'll sit up there and say, "Well, you know, I like the other team."
3: Yeah. I'm like, uh-huh. what do you
2: mean you like the other team? You can't like the other team. <laughs> you know, you played for the Bengals. Yeah, and everybody in Cincinnati, they, you know, we used to give. Uh, they used to give a, a fundraiser for his for his son because his son had um, a disease. Boomer whatever, gun, Gunner, gun. Gun. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had uh, some deal with the, his heart. I mean, his uh, lungs and all this. And um, he used to do it at Willie's Sports Bar right there in Covington. And so everybody would show up, give money. All this stuff, and you know, you're from Cincinnati, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, we, we, excuse me, we take care of our own, Cincinnati. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, people, it, it, people turned out for for this. People showed up. Yeah. Cut checks, gave them money. You yeah. know what I uh-huh. mean? Get behind this situation, and then you know we start doing well. I don't really like the Bengals. How oh, you not like the Bengals? Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm Bengals true and true, right? I wear my kilt. I have a kilt. My wife brought me back from Scotland. Um, I wear it during uh, home games when I go to a Bengals game yeah. or Super Bowl. When my Bengals are in there, or I wear it for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. You know, I'm a black Irish man. <laughs> you know I mean, I put on my kilt, my Icky Woods jersey. I wore. It, actually, I wore it. All right. So me and my wife, we got married twice. Okay. I right, got married in Catholic Church on Saturday.
1: Uh-huh.
2: All right, and then on Sunday. Um she had to. she wanted to sing and oh she's very talented she wanted to oh, sing yeah. and have a DJ and all this other stuff so we did the thing at the hotel um the next day. And uh, so we took everybody to the game the night before my good friend Jeff Birding, um he worked for the he worked for the team now he owns um FC Cincinnati he's the oh, president okay. of FC Cincinnati the uh sure, soccer, soccer team, team yeah. And uh, he put us some tickets and all this stuff together, got everybody in there, and uh, and so uh, yeah, I wore my my. That's uh, <laughs> the Super Bowl. I wore my kilt to Super Bowl last year. Yeah, last year. Legendary. Last year. Yeah. Oh, I added on. I was in L.A. People yeah. were looking at me like they were crazy. Like, what is you doing? I'm like, kilt, baby. You know what I mean? They asked me questions like, "How you going?" I'm like, "How you think?" <laughs> it's a kilt. You <laughs> just got a silk lining. In there. I'm not gonna go into the rest of. It. But if you in a kilt, you know what I mean. Yeah. Now, you, you feel you good. You see somebody, yeah, you really yeah. do feel really good. Yeah. I mean the temperature, the temperatures are right. It's you know it's very refreshing. I mean. It's it's uh, it's insightful, yeah. <laughs> liberating. All right. Know.
3: So the show is the, the radio show. But people got to you got to listen to this guy. Obviously, right? Well, I mean, you, you are a total talent, and you're you're compelling, and you're you're a lot of fun to talk to.
2: Well, I try to be. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just want to do the best I can. Talk to folks. I like to meet people where they at. Yeah. You know, wherever you happen to be. Yeah. You know, like I don't do rodeos, but I've done it here. And wait. <laughs> I got a hat, too. That's the definition of meeting people where they're at. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you where meeting people where they're at. Have you been to this racetrack that they have down here off of 35? I've seen it. I've never been there. I've been. Okay. (laughs) It is an amazing experience. First of all, this is dirt track racing at its finest. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I mean at its finest. The driver is the mechanic. (laughs) And he's the gas man. And he's everything else, and everybody is everybody else. And they load these cars up into this thing, and it is for real. And I took a, I did a, uh, a, a Facebook post on it uh, years back before the pandemic, and I said, "Yeah, know where I'm at, folks. This is that place." <laughs> It's a little dark, but I will wait for the light. I going not need so I can get out of here uh, But, I mean, you know, I just like to meet people, man. I enjoy it. Uh, I really do enjoy people. I enjoy it. I like people. People seem to like me, I guess.
3: They do. Um,
2: but, you know, yeah. there's always a hater or two.
3: Well, people you know? are going to love the show.
2: I think so. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, just to talk about the show a little bit. Yeah. Really, it's going to be... Um, we're really going to talk about sports from, uh, from the perspective of what is really the truth. You know, what is, really, what is really your truth in terms of how you see sports? Everybody sees sports a little differently. Um, Johnny and Susie ain't going pro.
1: Mm.
2: But let's talk about how good they are right now. Let's talk about what they can do, what they can't do. Let's put some flowers on the youngsters. You know that's a part of it. You know from the mouths of babes. So I anticipate having you know young kids coming on talking about that's what great. they're doing. Yeah. Um, of course you have some coaches and you have some former players and that sort of thing. Um, of course we're gonna scour the you know the current topics that are out there. But I just really want to make it so that people can interact into the show. From the standpoint that they can have a good time and laugh a little bit, yeah, and not have it be so serious, because um, I don't really want to cover it's sports, anything. man. It's the toy yeah, department. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, it's 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 you know, it's going to the Y on Saturday. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And being pissed that you didn't get picked. <laughs> you got to write your name on the board, and somehow or another, they scribbled your name uh, off. Yeah. And here's a crazy story. All right, so I'm from Cincinnati. Oscar Robinson's from Cincinnati. You I used go. to play basketball at this place called Central Y downtown. Mm-hmm. All right? Every day at noon, right? This is when I was a lot thinner. I could jump and stuff. It, it, was, it was pretty good. I could really get up there. <laughs> anyway, at noon, every day, Monday through Friday, they play basketball in the Y. And I would go down, and I'd play. You put your name on there, and two days out of the week, Oscar would come in and play basketball with you at, at the Y, at Williams Y, downtown Cincinnati. I mean, at uh, Central Y, downtown Cincinnati. And I played basketball with him. So I'm down in the post one day, and he's, you know, and because um, usually he would just play, you know, tip to tip and, you know, do whatever. Of, shot, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, I'm just trying to get lightweight exercise. Yeah. But anyways... I'm down in the box and I'm like, I'm calling for it. And I, 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 I I mean, I'm salivating for this ball. I got this coming. I'm like, I got Oscar on my hip. Yeah. I'm about to do me some Oscar Robinson, right? (laughs) This is going to be my lifetime highlight. And, uh, I get the ball. I'm on the block and he grabs a part of the shirt and my shorts and he says, you're not going to do this to me. I am Oscar Robinson, young blood. Young blood and this ain't going down like that. <laughs> you're not going to do this. And I said, I'm going to the foul. He was like, ain't no foul. I'm Oscar Robinson. I was like, really? He's like, I'm Oscar Robinson. What do you think he's going to do to me? How old do you think he was at that time? God, Kind of them, man. old. Man. He was kind of yeah. old, yeah, yeah. But, you know, he was still spry. I still, I know him and his wife yeah. and all that. But, yeah, it, it's just that, you know, it's just yeah. like how you will run across people, mm-hmm. you know, to talk about sports. I'm in mean, meeting uh, Rule when we got here. I just happened to run into him. We just had to, I didn't even really know who he was. We yeah. just got to talking and stuff. And, you know, we got to talking about a little bit about the football, then a little bit about sports. And then come to find out the guy from Philly. And yeah. so we got to talking about Philly. Yeah, and he knows killing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, so we talking about Philly yeah. and, you know, like, who you like better. You know, do you like uh, university or did you like to go on second and south right there on the corner and get the cheesesteaks uh, Cheese, cheese steak steaks. There, yeah. Or huh? were you going to Chickie and peace doing your thing? Yeah. He's like, I like Chickie and Peas. Really? I was like, really? yeah. like Chickie and Peace He's like, yeah, I like Chickie and Peas. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. the beer was cold. I was like, yeah, you're right. It was cold. <laughs> yeah. Like big old How do you beer. think he'll do in Nebraska? What everything points up. Yeah. It is the same with Dion. Yeah. Dion, they lost, they won one game last year.
3: Mm-hmm. Everything points up, like can said. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, it's, they're it's, trending up.
2: Hey, you know what? Matt did the right thing. Somebody give you $60 million. That's generational money. Yes. You have to go get that. I think people miss out that.
3: on that sometimes, you yes. You have
2: to go get that. Yeah, it's a life. Now, thing. these folks, they're gonna give you some of the money that you used to get when you was coaching. Mm-hmm. That's front pocket money. But that's 60 million. You'll have that forever. You won't have to do nothing. After the government take 30 of it, you good to go. I mean, (laughs) don't get a divorce. You know, you're down to 15. (laughs) But still, you know what I mean. Still you, you know, that's a lot of yeah. bread, you yeah. know. And you you got to get what you can get. I mean, yeah. it's only in America can you get you know you get paid.
3: All right, Sydney. Warren, last. Where can people see the show? Or, or it's going to be it? on.
2: Uh, it's going to be on um, Power 94.5. We'll share all the information yeah. in this. Place. Yeah, 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 yeah. Power ninety four point five is uh. Uh, digital right now on CBS Sports uh, Sports Radio. So it's going to be fun. Yeah. And uh, you know, of course you can catch me on my social, you know yeah. you know, I am Sydney Warren on um Instagram. I like my name like that. The name of the show is gonna be the Warren Commission. I like it. Yeah, yeah after the, the baseball, Commission. right? right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well I figured to put the truth in you know <laughs> the truth and fiction. I like that. I mean? yeah, 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 you know, just something
3: different. Uh the Warren Commission, you're gonna come back and to have you. Back Absolutely. Here. Thank All you, right. brother. Thanks, Sydney. Appreciate Absolutely. it.
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Ms. Mr. Lawler, before you go, can I can I say one thing? Um, I am a huge uh, San Antonio Spurs fan, and so um, every other team's announcers uh, tick me off. You are one of the only ones that, and I've watched basketball for thirty years. You're you're one of the only ones that that I always liked listening to, and so I don't know if that's a compliment or not. But from a Spurs fan, you're you're a great announcer, and I I really appreciate you being on this. I don't know. I don't know about the great part, but uh, (laughs) along those lines, when uh, Phil Jackson was the coach of the Lakers, um, he told me one time what you just said. He said, I I watch all video. They watch video nonstop. I watch all video with the audio off except yours. He said, I love them. And I thought, well, that's, that's high praise. Yeah, Yeah. You know what I? You, you know what I think the secret is. Uh, you you were never a, a homer for your team. I mean, you were you were just true about what was going on in the game, and and that was that that's a big deal because you listen to a lot of local uh, coverage, and they are my guy is always wrong and his guy is always right, and that's just that's not the case. You know, that's that's all I need. So, well, you're you're a Spurs fan, one of my favorite people. On Earth, is Greg Popovich. He's a, a wonderful man, a great coach, but way more than a coach. He's a great, great man. I just well, love him to death. When Pete has him on here, I'll quit the next day. So, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Right, now, it was a thank pleasure you meeting, so
1: meeting much, you, man. Okay, we guys. Appreciate
3: you so much. Take care. Okay, bye-bye.
2: This has been a Rogue Media podcast.
0: We are Rogue Media Sports.